0: columbus has all their blue jackets in one place this week that's right it's the start of training camp which means the season officially begins here on locked on blue jackets your locked on
1: blue jackets your daily podcast on the columbus blue jackets part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Househorn. With me is my co-host, Jay Foster. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before you go, and we want to thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube and SiriusXM app. I said at the beginning of this, it's the start of the season But uh, Jay and I will will probably say that like 20 more times before the season actually starts. But it it does, man. Every time, you know, I feel like Traverse City last week was the real first start because that's when hockey is happening. People are wearing blue jackets jerseys. They might just be practice jerseys. But nonetheless, the team is getting ready for the season that's coming up here um, on October 12th when the Flyers come to town. But we have... Uh, scrimmages and practices this week. 73 players at the Ice House today, uh, starting at 9.30 to one three groups. Um, I'm sure that will be open to the public. So if you are one of those lucky people that has the day off and has a chance to go see that, I highly encourage you to go do that. Because, again, all the players in the organization on one sheet, this kind of is like – If you're a Blue Jackets fanatic, if you are locked on Blue Jackets like we are here and this is your first listen every day, this is kind of your dream rink session, right? You know, like, like, come on. All the guys, all the flash, all the skill, you'll get to see it all. Um, And then we got preseason games this week. Uh, Sunday, split squad game, 1 o'clock. Half the team is going to be in Pittsburgh. And then seven o'clock, the other half of the team will be at Nationwide. You know how that thing goes. Um, Fun. This is it, Jay. The season's here and (laughs) some things have happened, but, um, you know, sure. The Blue Jackets will be with one less coach on the ice, but I think the Blue Jackets are better for that. And I'm really happy to see what uh, Pascal Vincent has cooked up for these guys. And, uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think there's probably going to be a lot of energy at these practices and scrimmages because the Blue Jackets historically are a team that does not really have their opening lineup completely set. We have a really good idea, and the spots are fewer and far between than ever, really. But they're there, and uh, it's always there's always like Cole Sillinger had a really good camp two years ago and was the talk of the town. So I'm very interested to see which players kind of rise through the list this year. Do you want to go through the list, Jay? Together? Uh
1: yeah. I don't think we'll we won't go through the entire list necessarily because like you said, there's what seventy two, seventy-three players. Seventy three, yeah. Like thirty more players than I estimated because I forgot that there are approximately seven hundred blue jackets at any given <laughs> moment in time. Um, but yeah, it's it's this is going to be such an interesting training camp. I talked about this on Tuesday's episode with Dean Weinheimer of AHL News Now about how how heavy the competition is going to be. Because you look and there's like maybe four or five spots that are not locked in and maybe 15 guys competing for those spots. It's going to be tough. It's going to be brutal. Um, a couple of names that just scrolling through, uh, just to Danforth, is going to be healthy i'm sure he's going to be competing for a spot dmitry Veronkov coming into town from russia uh, alexander texier is going to be fighting for his roster spot back like yegor Cole col sillinger um so many there are so many players on this list that are going to be fighting for that spot trafix wolanski i'm expecting to have a really good camp in the hopes that he can pull something together and he can figure out a, a way to get into the NHL because I think he's deserved that look at this point. Um, and that's not even getting into the defense where, you know, David Yurchek is going to be competing for a spot. Um, I think Denton Matejchuk could potentially be competing for a spot. He's not quite old enough to hit the AHL. He'll be going back to the WHL if he doesn't make the roster, but I'm expecting him, especially from what I saw from Travis City, which we'll probably talk about in a little bit here. Denton Matejchuk might be NHL ready. And that's really exciting, and it's a really good problem to have where I'm like, "Oh no, we have too many good young players fighting for spots here, and it sucks that some of them are probably gonna end up in the a h l some of them are going to end up back with uh major Junior or wherever, but this is really, really exciting if you're a Blue jackets fan, you should be excited about this
0: yeah i don't i think I think we definitely all are, especially because um It's kind of one of those things where so when your team is the center of hockey, of world hockey news, and it's not really a bad thing, you kind of feel like you kind of get the ick from your team for a bit. Like, yeah, I don't want to think about the Blue Jackets right now. Like, no, I don't want to talk. People usually that know that you're a Blue Jackets fan come up to you in public and are like, hey, what's going on with the Blue Jackets? Like, now they want to talk to you about the Blue Jackets. Not when you drafted Adam Fantilli, who is my player that I'm the most excited to see. Um, which is going to be everybody. So we'll have a different answer, but, uh, he's going to be on the ice. Like I like getting this whole Babcock thing out of the way, seeing the players on the ice will be a breath of fresh air for jackets fans. And it's coming at a great time at the time. It's supposed to be coming, right? It's supposed to be happening right now. When you start to get excited, when your friends who aren't really fully into being a blue jackets fan start to get excited, um, this is good. This is good. 73 players. That is a whole ton. And, like, yeah, there's so many guys that have just been kind of kicked to the curb. Even in a, even when we talk about, like, do these guys have a chance? We don't even list guys. Um, you know, like Hunter McCown, who I thought had a really good Traverse City. Carson Meyer, who has been uh, – he didn't have a good Traverse City because he didn't go. But he's been a guy who's been sneakily, I think – a really good pro the last few years that I think maybe deserves more time that he probably won't get it because there's just so many other guys like Cat Texier coming back. Like what is, what does his game look like after a year away from NHL ice? That's what I'm really excited to see. Obviously excited to see Luca Pennelli, um, a young buck who we've had on this show. He'll be up there with the, with the guys. Um, it's going to be fun. Trade fix Wolanski, Yeah. Like, a million guys that I'm excited about. I just listed mostly forwards there. But uh, Denton Matejchuk, yeah, what a Traverse City that guy had. I mean, I think his first goal he scored, which was the only one I really saw, uh, was a little trickler into the net. But I'm like, oh, man, is this is this stick going to be hot this year? Because mm-hmm. he then stayed hot the rest of Traverse City. And um, – I'm I'm just getting goosebumps hearing you say that. Hit like I I, I heard you say Denton Matejchuk, and for a second I was like, yeah, we already know David Juracek's a good hockey player, and I'm like, wait, no, that's not no, who we said. The Other
1: first Matejuk. round Matejchuk,
0: yes, the other oh, first round. even pair. bringing
1: into account, you know, guys like Corson Coolamans, who I also thought had a pretty good Travis City, but correct me if I'm wrong. I believe the top three scorers for the entire Travis City across all teams were Jordan Dumais, Adam Fantilli, and Denton Matejchuk. And that yeah. should just, again, that should just excite every single Blue Jackets fan, because two of those guys likely aren't going to be on the roster this season. George May is going to go back to the queue, which I'm fine with at this point, frankly. Um Matejok, I think, probably is more NHL-ready than Dumay, but he might go back as well, just because they have no room on defense. I don't know. Adam Fantilli is the only one there that I'm expecting to see in a Blue Jackets jersey. And so now I'm like, okay, now I've got to wait for these other guys. And I just I, I feel like there's no end to exciting Blue Jackets prospects. And I know every single fan of every single team overvalues their own prospect pool. But we've been told repeatedly the Blue Jackets have a top three prospect pool in this in this league. And training camp is probably the best place to see that at work. Because everyone, except I believe, the NCAA. Guys that haven't signed their ALCs. So no um William Whitelaw, no Gavin Brindley, um, no um James Fisher, for example. They are all at their respective uh NCAA or BCHL training camps slash regular seasons. Um, but everyone else is there. And that's really, really exciting.
0: Yeah. No, it's completely exciting. And uh some blue jackets that are new that are also Uh, not young like Damon Severson. He's going to be on the ice for the first time. Um, Ivan Provrov will be fun to see guys like him kind of come into the mix and and battle against uh, all these young players. I'm sure this is like, if you're a vet, this is probably like one of the worst things ever, right? Like if you know that your position's locked up, you're probably like, oh, now i got to deal with all these knuckleheads that are trying to – Yeah, now i are going to deal with all of these teenagers for the next five days. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it's going to be really fun to witness. So, again, 9.30 today is when things get going. Um, if you've already missed that time, well, it's going on until 1.45. Um, so head on down to the Ice House to check that out or check it out on Live Barn like I like to do. Live Barn is a great place to – when they let you, sometimes the team – is it Dan Singleton still? That's the the video coach. Sometimes he's pro- he's probably the goat coach. By the way, the amount of times where NBA. play happens and Dan Singleton's like, actually, that was offsides. Uh, we don't give him his flowers enough. But every time his name comes up, I think about it. All right, let's take a break, and when we get back, we'll keep talking, keep sifting through these rosters. See if there's any exciting names and maybe even talk a little bit more about this preseason game coming up and just anything else that's going on. that's coming up next here on Locked on Blue Jackets. Next, I got to tell you guys about our partner at AG1, the daily foundational nutrition supplement that supports a whole body health. I drink it literally every day, guys. I gave AG1 a try because I was tired of taking so many supplements and wanted that single solution that supports my entire body, covers all the nutritional bases every single day. I wanted better gut health. I wanted a boost in energy. I wanted some immune system support. I hated taking pills and vitamins and just wanted a drink that actually tastes great. So now I drink AG1 in the morning before i work out and it makes me feel unstoppable it makes me feel like i'm ready to take on my day like i'm doing something good for my body like i'm giving my body the nutrition it craves so if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine then try ag1 get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase go to drinkag ag1.com nhl network that's drinkag ag1.com nhl network check it out All right, it's training camp day here in Columbus. Very exciting. The most Blue Jackets that have been gathered since Gettysburg, really. Um, it's awesome. <laughs> so it really is crazy. Like I, I don't understand. Like it is shocking, Jay. For those who have ever been to training camp, back when I was in college, I had a little more free time during the day just because of my class schedule. So I made it out to one of these. It is like you feel like there's no room on the ice. There's so many big body NHL players on it. And, uh, but it is so fun and so interesting to see the raw competition go on between these guys who are like, it it, depends on how they perform at these couple of, uh, you know, ice sessions that they're getting here could determine like hundreds of thousands of dollars for them. So there is a lot on the line for these guys for those that like hockey for the the pureness of it, again, it's a fantastic place to go. But what are some like what's one player that you're kind of that you know is on the bubble that you're really pushing for? Like if you were had a bunch of magical hockey power to gift this person, if you could gift this person Wayne Gretzky's stick tomorrow for their ring session and be like, here you go. Who are you giving it to? Who needs it?
1: Oh man. That's a difficult question. I don't okay. I don't think he needs it, but if I could put one player just over the hump, I think it's got to be David Juracek. I I want him to make the show so badly. I think he's ready. I don't think he learns anything from tearing the AHL into tiny little pieces for another year. I know that there's no such thing as like over development for a for an NHL defenseman, especially one who is literally 19 years old, but. I'm looking at the the list of defensemen at training camp, and I'm like, yeah, David David Jiracek is one of the six best defensemen at training camp, and it's going to be so frustrating because, like we talked about, there's so few spaces that there's like two free spaces on defense for five players, and I don't know if he I don't know if he makes it I don't know if he gets over that bubble. Nick Blankenberg is another option. I would love for him to make us to make the opening night roster, but I don't think he will just because again they have a billion defenseman, um and then actually one guy that i would gift wayne gretzky stick to um cole Sillinger. cole Sillinger needs to have a monster training camp and i'm he might be the player that i'm most excited about in the post brad larson era because i want i want to know how much of last season was due to Brad Larson's inefficient coaching methods when it came to young players. Pascal Vincent has a track record of working with young players. He was an incredibly successful Q&JHL coach, very successful AHL coach. I like what he did in the couple of games last year that he was running the bench. Um, so I'm excited to see how he works with Cole Sillinger to kind of help him get his groove back. But yeah, if I could if I could give it to one person, I think Cole Sillinger is Cole Sillinger's the guy, I think, that is maybe on the bubble.
0: Yeah, yeah, Cole Stillinger, definitely a player that's kind of been on the Blue Jackets roller coaster for a couple of years. Like, right, like he started off that uh, training camp two years ago and was like, oh, my gosh, this is the center of our dreams. This is a young Sidney Crosby. Like, we were so excited for him. Um, And then he had a great rookie season. And then last year was just, eh. well, he was in Columbus. He played good while he was with the Monsters, but just when he was in Columbus, it wasn't great. He can't even buy a legal drink downtown yet, so it's like he still has so much time uh, to develop as a player. And yes, um, the number change—he switched from number thirty-four to four. Maybe that'll do it. Maybe just that will be enough. I don't—I don't know if I believe in that. I think some people do, but. Um, I'd like to see Dmitry Varonkov have a really good uh, camp. He's a player that I just I hear so much about. And when I do see flashes of him, I'm like, oh yeah, this could be really exciting. Um he's wearing the number 10, which is a pretty, you know, pretty big hockey number. Um, there's a pretty big sports number. So I'm I'm pretty excited about that. I'm just reading you the numbers just in case you guys show up there and are like, wait, I can't I don't know who any of these players are. It takes <laughs> are. me
1: a solid two or three weeks every season to be like. Who's that guy? Who's that guy? Why is he yeah. a different number? Um, Cole Sollinger is number four. It's going to take a minute to get used to. Definitely. Uh, especially because I believe that was Gabrikov had four last season.
0: Yes. So yep. uh,
1: that'll take a minute. I'll be like, why is Gabrikov here? Nope, not Gabrikov,
0: Cole Sollinger. But um, Liam Foodie, I think it's like, dude, like, it's there's people in your class that are surpassing you. Um, and you were the first one drafted in the, for this in this organization in that draft. So you need to go. Um, and I still think there is a lot in the tank for a Liam Foody. I'd like to give him Wayne Gretzky stick. Um, I, if I can give uh, Sergey Fedorov's uh, white Nike skates to uh, Hunter McCown, I'd like him to fly out there. I just love Hunter McCown. I think he had a really good Traverse City. I think he carries the puck with so much confidence and uh he seems to be friends with like those uh with Ken Johnson and Zach Rensky because they skated together in the offseason. so i kind of like that for the vibes and he's not a michigan guy so it's like <laughs> he's friends with all of them but he's not a michigan guy he went to colorado college, college. together even yes <laughs> even outside of michigan yeah yeah um, Luca Del bell blues this is his second camp um so like what do you got? Like, let's see it. Yeah, we have another Luca drafted. So we're putting the pressure on you, Del Bell Baloose. You're not the only one. Uh, um You gotta be the yeah, best no. now, not the only Luca. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. There's a couple uh, of guys
1: as well that I thought had pretty solid, uh, quietly solid Travis City, uh, that were free agent invites. So Oasis Blast is one of them. Um his older brother is um a pick out of uh, he's a San Jose. Draft pick, uh, Ozzy Weisblatt, um, and I thought he had a, a quietly, a quite good quiet um, Travis City. And another guy is, although I hate to admit it because we already have a billion defensemen, uh, Gunnar Kinneberg. I thought was um, very good in his in his Travis City showing, and they both earned training camp invites off the back of Travis City. So that uh, that's a good a good sign. But those guys, I think I'm. I'm not necessarily like the most excited to see them, but I am interested to see more from them because. Right. Yes. Oh, I was just to say, because we've seen players get invited to training camp and get and get contract out of it. I'm thinking Jack Reeves specifically was a free agent invite because they didn't have any goalies that were eligible for Travis City that year, and then he got he signed his his entry level contract that same season. So
0: that's 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 the end of my point. We can <laughs> we can move on. No. (laughs) We want him to have a job, Gunner. We want you to come here and earn a job. That's awesome. Again, like hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line for all of these individuals. Uh, It sucks that they have to go against each other, but hey, every all thirty. are there 32 teams in the league now? All 32 teams are dealing with that. Holy crap. Um, in, a, in a second, we're going to take another break. And when we come back, a couple more players. There's even more guys as I'm reading through this list that I want to have a really good camp. We will go over the rest of those names and then send you on your merry way uh, in just a second here on Locked on Blue Jackets. All right. Next, I got to tell you guys about bird dogs. Uh, Number one, bird dogs make you look good. The bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird uh, Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of that stiff, restricting cotton. I went to a NASCAR race this past weekend, and I had bird dogs walking around a lot of walking, obviously because I was tailgating. So we had about a 20 minute walk to the stadium. I just felt, I felt great in my bird dogs. They're great for any other function as well. If you like to golf, if you're taking a, a pretty girl or gal out on a, a date um, and they're good at the pool, good for working out, good for lounging bird dogs are an awesome short, even though uh, summer is coming to an end. Uh, the weather's still nice. Get yourself some bird dogs. You will look great in them. Um, go to birddogs.com slash locked on uh, NHL or enter the promo code locked on NHL at checkout for a free bird dog water bottle with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on NHL for a free water bottle at checkout. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Okay, so now I'm going to go into. Martin Brodeur's uh, closet and I'm going to grab his glove and I'm going to hand his glove to Arundel, and I'm going to take his blocker and give it to uh, Daniel Tarasov Um, because I want these two guys to have good. I want them to have good camps. I think Elvis is going to have a good camp. I I don't really, I feel like based off how he did last season, he's not going to need any help being motivated going into this season I want Daniel Tarasov to look really good, the same goalie that he's been consistently, which is fundamentally great. Um, but I want Aaron Dell to just not give up a goal at all. Like, I want him to put some heat on the goalies that are in the lineup already. And um, I just want that extra option, Jay. We've talked about this all offseason. Like, we need help at that position. And Aaron Dell is probably the most serious chance of these guys that we've brought on to this camp to make it. Um, but what say you to that? You think he, you think if we got broder's uh, Brodeur's uh, glove out for, um, I don't know if he's left-handed actually, I don't know what hand Martin Brodeur even used. Cause I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I'm bad on the left hand, right hand. Yeah. That was a hated doesn't know puck moment, but um, who, who, who for you, who are there any extra players out there that you're like, I need this guy to get over the hump. Or what do you feel about, Aaron Dell, do you think he has a chance at making the lineup? I don't know that he has a chance at making the lineup.
1: I could see him signing a two-way deal and being that third goalie that kind of floats in between. And he, He's the injury cover guy, you know? The Blue Jackets were so injured last season. I'm going to knock on wood just because I have to. Um, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Um, but... <laughs> The Blue Jackets were so injured last season; they really didn't have any options in goal apart from like pulling Jack Greaves up to make his NHL debut in like his second full NHL, his second full AHL season. You know, Aaron Dell is a guy that was a very good presence for the for the San Jose Barracuda of the AHL last season. He was good when they called him up to the Sharks for again as injury cover, etc. And I think he will stabilize the position a little bit. And um, something else I talked about this with um, Dina on Tuesday is sometimes you just need an old veteran guy to hang out and be the babysitter for the kids. Like the blue jacket, Elvis aside, um, every other blue jacket is a baby. Elvis born in 1994, Tarasov born in 1999. Jack Grease, born in two thousand and one, Pavel Chayan, born in two thousand and two, and Nolan Lalonde, who will be going back to um, the OHL this season, was born in two thousand and four, which makes me feel a million years old. They need an adult that is not the starting goalie because Elvis has to look after himself this season. He can't be he can't be the the dad. Um, they need a guy like Aaron Dell to come and just be that veteran guy to support Nick Backstrom as the goalie coach. And to float between the NHL and the AHL as needed. So yeah, I'm I'm really hopeful for Arendell. I don't think it's the flashiest or the most exciting signing, but I think quietly it might be a really important one for the Blue Jackets just to get. Even if it's not Arendell, even if they end up signing some other random veteran goalie, but I think Arendell was the best option out there. And I'm really excited that the Blue Jackets agreed with us on this. Cause if you'll remember, I believe we talked about Arendell on a Monday episode. And then on Thursday, they signed him to a PTO. So like, yeah, I know you're out there. Thanks for listening.
0: (laughs) Thanks for listening. Just uh, don't listen to me on coaching on who you should hire as your next coach. Um, But uh, yeah, no, that's absolutely fantastic. I think Yarmo, to his credit did do a good job trying, dealing with what he, um, what am I trying to say here? He did a good job managing that room. To my liking, to the point where, like, I feel like he did enough to help it out. Like, he brought a new coach in there, Nicholas Backstrom, and he's giving Aaron Dell a chance. Could the Blue Jackets have done more? Yeah, but like, I'm I'm glad that that room got the attention that it needed, and mostly in that they hired Nicholas Backstrom. Um, I think that's going to be a huge addition for that room. Uh, obviously, he won't. I'm sure he'll be on the ice tomorrow or around the ice, but that's not why you're going. But Needless to say, his presence will help the team. Aaron Dell just being around will help the team, um, even if it's just for training camp. If he doesn't make the Blue Jackets organization, again, I think his presence with these guys in these next few days can sometimes be enough to impact the player or help them them, maybe he can give them a piece of advice, or maybe these players can pick something off of what Aaron Dell does that can propel them on their way into the future and into a successful Blue Jackets season because the Blue Jackets were terrible at goaltender last year. I get excited looking at this roster, though, because I'm like, you know, Damon Severson, Nick Blankenberg, Zach Rensky, like Ivan Provorov. Like, the Jackets have so much help at defense now, and they have so many guys that got a lot of experience last year that could be compete that could come out of nowhere. You know, like, we've we've kind of shoved off Jake Christensen. We've kind of shoved off um, uh, Billy Sweezy. Like, we've just pushed those guys to the side. Samuel Nasco, like, we've pushed him off. Like, which one of these guys are going to be the guys that step up, that made a big jump from year one to year two? That's what I'm interested to see. Um, so, yeah, again, I, I, the vibes are going to be good. The vibes are going to be great, actually, because they've been terrible the last few days. There's no doubt. But seeing players on the ice, watching them compete against each other, and uh, just kind of picking apart their games and finding good things that we that we might like is always exciting because we know so much about these players already, Jay. Um, but we also there's also so much that we don't know, you know. So it's going to be exciting um, few days. That's all I have on the training camp. Do you got any more? Thoughts? Any predictions? I say we sweep – let's sweep Pittsburgh this weekend. Like Sunday, even though it's just preseason games, if the Blue Jackets go 2-0 against Pittsburgh, that's going to be – I'm going to go to sleep feeling really good.
1: Yeah. My guess is that it will be veteran-heavy at Nationwide, and they'll send the kids to Pittsburgh. Um, but, yeah, I feel, I feel good about it. Um, I just want to finish off with um, – Hey guys, quick reminder. Adam Fantilli is a blue
0: jacket. We didn't say his name enough here. We didn't say we his really name. Did I don't it. think
1: we said his name at all in this episode and that feels wrong. Um he's going to he's going to be taking to nation I'm assuming they'll play him at Nationwide um for his preseason debut because that's what the fans want, that's what everyone wants and I'm really really excited. Uh First and second line center, Adam Fantilli, Patrick Laine. Let's go.
0: You know, yeah, I, and, and Justin, as you said that, we're talking about Blue Jackets players and doing their season reviews. We gave some of them that, we like we gave Kent Johnson, we coined him box office, but Adam Fantilli actually is box office for preseason games because there's so much intrigue around him. And he looks so good in Traverse City. I know Blue Jackets fans out there are scrolling on Instagram and you're seeing Connor Bedard highlights, and you're like, yeah, that guy looks pretty good, but you know, we may have gotten a better player here. That's just like where it starts, right? That's where it's that's the initial start of what is hopefully an actual true statement. Um, we'll find out. I want to read the Blue Jackets preseason schedule real quick, just so our uh, fans here can know when might be a good chance to go. Um, so, yeah, so Sunday, Blue Jackets at Nationwide, 7 o'clock against the Penguins. They, Tuesday, they're on the road, um, just one game in St. Louis, and then they're also on the road uh, again Saturday that week. So a huge gap between Tuesday and Saturday. They are in Buffalo and then back home. Monday, October 2nd against the Blues, and then October 4th against the Sabres, and then they finish up the preseason October 5th against the Capitals. So almost here, guys. It's it's happening. And, again, four games there that you can go watch the Blue Jackets play. So uh, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Thank you for making it your first listen every single day. Tomorrow we are going to be reacting to what happens on the ice today. Between those three sessions, we'll have kind of maybe more of an idea of who is NHL ready and who is not. And maybe some of, even some of the players that we listed today, maybe we feel differently about them. So tune in tomorrow to find out about that one. We also are doing a happy hour tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Those are always fun. When Jay and I get together with you guys, you guys get a chance to chime into the conversation. It's a great chance for that. Again, thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the SiriusXM app. My name is Hayden House. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find Jay Foster on Twitter at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. You can also email the show directly, lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.